listening to WMNH 95.3. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Here we go. It is that time again. Matt Connerton unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. A little little chilly out, but glorious nonetheless. Also on Comcast Channel 6 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Uh, today is Saturday, November 25, 2023, and I am not alone. Jenny is here at the news desk. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. And uh, yeah, we have uh, quite a show. Well, it's it's weird getting used to that saying uh, morning on yeah. the uh, on the show. <laughs> now that we're... I'm having a hard time with it because I was a night shifter for 17 years. Right, right. So this whole daytime thing. <laughs> but uh, no, we've got a we've got a very busy show uh, coming up. We've got some great guests. We're going to introduce in uh, just a moment. Uh, we've got the guys from Run Like Thieves here. And then uh, coming up uh, in the second hour, we have Charlie from uh, from the band Rolling Exile, yes. Skyping in all the way from London. And then third hour, we've got Pretty Late coming in. We just heard one of their songs, actually. We're going to hear some new stuff uh, from them in the third hour. But uh, Pretty Late, that's uh, my personal favorite of theirs, uh, that, song, that song, uh, View From Here. Yeah, I really, really love that song. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great track. And uh, if you have any questions uh, for any of our guests today, the studio line is open, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Uh, I'm on social media at Matt Connerton. You can email me, Matt, at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. Uh, looks like we've got a busy chat room already. I see Isaac Banks in there. Uh, Jenny, you're in there, of course. I'm everywhere. Uh, Legion of Solace, who uh, a, a great band who've uh, proven to be quite loyal as well. They say, uh, greetings, friends. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Carol Zawarowitz joins us and says, good morning, everyone. And Easy G, of course, in the uh, Facebook live chat. Maybe he'll call. Uh, maybe he'll call with a question today. And I bet I know what the question will be if he I does. I bet I know what it is too. <laughs> That's right. We'll let the band be surprised. Yes. Yes. But uh, let me get the mics up on these guys. And uh, we have. Uh, Run Like Thieves live in studio. How are you guys? Welcome. Good. Hey, man. Hey. Um, Abe, uh, let's start with you because I've known you uh, forever. Uh, yeah. I, I just, uh, I'd, I'd love for each of you to introduce yourselves and uh, tell us what you do in the band. Hey, I'm Abe. I play the bass and evidently I'm the technical guy. <laughs> that's that's what we hear. <laughs> By default. <laughs> yes. And on the couch. Hi, Greg Santini, um, the drummer for Run Like Thieves. You can find me on social media at Running Drummer because I like to run a lot. So yeah. I named my channel Running Drummer. So. That, 
That makes sense. Yeah, I wondered. I didn't know if you had some sort of gimmick where you run and you play the the drums yeah. while you're running or something. I, yeah, I'd like to do that. <laughs> Seems like a very obvious idea. Yeah. And the uh, gentleman in the corner with the giant cardboard, Peter Whitehead, for those watching online. And my name is Dan Fallon, and I am the um, I am the media front of the band and you can find me on onlydans.com um, and pay for my subscription there very yeah, nice yeah so I'm, I'm laughing extra hard because when matt said that by the look of your face i know that you thought he was talking about your head but i'd like you to turn and oh, take no, a no, peek no. over your right shoulder oh goodness no <laughs> very that's the giant peter white head See? Oh, that is big. <laughs> it's very appropriately placed. <laughs> He's oh, always yeah. watching. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't referring to your head. <laughs> I could tell by the look on his face. No, I was like, how did they notice oh. that? Right. I, was, I was checking to see if my fly was down. Oh, He's got, no. a, He's got oh, a huge no. head. Now, now technically... <laughs> Uh, technically, I am, though, allowed to make jokes uh, about people with large heads because mm -hmm. I have a large head. Mm -hmm. So that makes it okay. I realize that... <laughs> no, that makes you self-loathing. I realize... I bet you cry yourself to sleep on your huge pillow. Well, <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm Irish, and Irish people, we have... Uh, I realized that years and years ago, I was watching Conan O'Brien, and in his monologue, he made a joke about the size of his own head. And, and I never thought about it. I was like, yeah, he does have a big head. And he, and, but the joke, it was, it was something about Irish people having large heads. And I was like, wait, I'm Irish. Do I have a big head? And I, I ran to the bathroom mirror and I was like, oh yeah, wow, I do. I look like a South Park character. I got this <laughs> giant oh, Irish melon I'm walking around with. But, uh, but I look at it this way. I need it to hold my enormous brain. That's right. So oh, God. I, I think that really? it's an appropriately yes. sized head for your brain. Thank you. Stop yeah. it. Thank Don't you. Feed into that. I am also irish and i'm very sensitive about the size of my head <laughs> well it's uh is it, it too small know, from over there Jen? you know well anyway let, well it looks fine to me worry. when i look in the mirror it looks fine well, it's, oh, anyway <laughs> but uh it great. looks bigger up close that's great to, so great, great, great it's 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 here. uh it's it's wonderful to have you guys here and uh, Abe, it's great to see you. Um, you've been in uh, now. When when I first met you, you were in um, yeah, East is East, back East at the East. old Guilford practice space. Yes, yes. Um, now is that where where is Revelry Studios? Is that where that is? Or no, Revelry is well was here in Manchester. Um, oh, the building just sold or something. So uh, Matt uh, uh, Matt Blanchett is the guy that uh, ran that along with his other guys, Tyler Ayers and. Um, they're looking for a new space. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, they'll still like go out and do things, and I would highly recommend them. I think we all would. Yeah, exactly. highly, yeah. highly recommend. We were lucky to get in before they closed. Uh, that. Yeah, we might have been yeah. one of the last people last to record in yeah. their studio. Yeah. Oh, no was, kidding! Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and they are amazing. They're amazing. incredible. Yeah. And how did the three of you uh, come to play together? How did this band form? Well, I. Well, why don't you tell the well, story? Well, we. St I. I. So I moved up from New York. I retired. I was a fireman in new york city and i retired and came up to uh new hampshire and uh, i'd been playing drums for a really long time and i wanted to start a band so i met two other guys started playing and then we played out we didn't have a singer we were just two you know a, a trio of just music yeah and they were really good and um and uh, we're still friends with one of the bass players he's awesome guy carmen serrano Sorry. great great guy um but anyway, met Dan at an open mic 
And um, he was just the nicest guy. And I was like, who is this guy? And he started singing. I was like, oh, this guy can sing. We need a singer. Bad. Yeah. So he ended up uh, playing with us. And Dan and I just kind of really became really good friends and continued to make music. And Dan is just... Dan is the kind of guy that just he he'll do anything. Like he he will just play anywhere, play anytime. He's got no qualms, you know, doesn't care about what anyone thinks, which yeah. is which is a really hard thing to find in a in a musician. Um because a lot of musicians are very, you know, they they're I guess they're sort of afraid to insecure. Insecure. And, yeah. They don't they don't want to play out or whatever. Dan is the opposite of that. He'll play <laughs> anywhere, anytime. We want to all you want to play you know the song? Nope, let's play it anyway. You know, like that that's so I really admired that about Dan, and yeah. um, and then we ended up uh, play, doing a lot of covers, a cover band thing, and then we met Abe. Abe was our backup bass player for the cover band, and uh, he came right in, and he was just insanely good. Yeah, and I was like, wow, and I really connected with Abe musically, mm-hmm. um, and that's a huge thing for drummers, in my opinion. Your band is only as good as your bass player and your drummer. Right, right, and he was just right on you know right connected right away and it was fantastic and we just started playing together and we dan had a bunch of music that we thought was great and abe and i basically put our own thing on it and um you know help him produce a lot of the stuff and make it even better than it is um and and it's just it's been great it's been really great yeah really great we've been on a really good run excellent excellent what what brought you to new hampshire by the way uh they don't tax my pension. So. <laughs> that's a good. So, that's an excellent. No, you reason. know what? And, and also, um, we love to hike and ski. My, I have two ki- two kids and and um and my wife and um, they just love the outdoors and you know yeah. they're they're really um, you know just love the the everything about. It. We love being close to the mountains, the the ocean, the city in Boston, only four hours from New York. So yep. if we want to go back home, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's it's great. We yeah, love it. Yeah, love Ex- it here. excellent. Are you from here, Dan? Originally? I'm from uh, Malden, Massachusetts, originally. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. From and the streets, yo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, the streets of Malden. <laughs> and Abe, are you, are you from here originally? Yeah, I mean, I'm from uh, uh, Sandwich, uh, uh, Sandwich Tamworth originally. Okay, uh, kind of yeah. been moving my way south ever since. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go too much farther. You can end up in that tax category. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Be careful well, I don't have a pension, go. so I, don't, I maybe I don't need to worry about that. Well, it's still income. <laughs> it's, it's all income. Yeah, that's right. Massachusetts taxes everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. breathed. I got you. Yeah. That's a quarter. Come back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hello to our friends uh, J Fed and Melanie from the great state of Vermont who are in the uh, chat room. Speaking of uh, very loyal uh, listeners, um, so how long is uh, how long has this been a band? Hmm. It's been a couple of years. Okay. We've yeah. Been well, Dan and together. I been, Dan yeah. and I have been playing together for about yeah. a little over two years, and then yeah. Abe joined us i guess in the last maybe like year. a year ago or yeah so yeah. i got the call from brian back in march right yeah brian um, brian's our he's our horn player for the cover band oh okay yeah. another awesome musician yeah great guy oh plays cool. with the bulkheads yeah. yeah yeah he's a bulkhead guy yeah um, and then uh we started writing tunes together well i don't know we were gonna practice one day and do some covers for like a trio gig uh the three of us and then just started writing some songs so it was yeah. pretty dope yeah i was like oh let's try this this will be and it, it sounded awesome yeah we get some bangers coming <laughs> we got some bangers coming i'm telling you and i was like oh wow let's do this excellent let's do it yeah yeah i've i've played a lot of bands and a lot of 
you know, different musicians and some great musicians. And I've never been, I've never been prouder of what we just did re- recently, recording wise. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, and just musically, the the synergy and the connection that we have has been, it's been so good. There's just no, um, yeah, no attitudes. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is super nice, and yeah. you know, everyone works really well together, and we don't have any you know, weird issues like a lot of bands do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no none of that, you know? So yeah. we, we, you know, we love it. Yeah, it's, it's really great. good. Yeah, it's when great. when it's easy like that, then you know you've really got something. Yeah, yeah it's very yeah. fair, balanced. Everyone's very honest with each other about things and... Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's excellent. Well, we should uh, let's uh, listen to one of these studio tracks, and then and then right. uh, and then we're gonna hear you guys live. But um, I love this, uh, Mama, come and get me. This this is a great great song. Um, so we're gonna we'll uh, we'll listen to this, and then we've got another studio track that we'll play a little bit later, and then you guys are gonna play. Uh, uh, tell her is a song you guys are gonna play live for us, right? Yeah, tell her yeah, goodbye. Yeah, tell her goodbye. goodbye. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, let's give this a listen first. This is really good. And where was this? This was recorded at uh, Revelry? It was recorded at Revelry and all live, and we have never aired it. Uh, this is the first very special day. So thank you for having us here. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and technically, it was the first song that we really kind of together as a band really yeah. put together. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's so one it, that we it, really Yeah, co- it was one yeah. of the first. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so this is technically a world radio premiere. Yeah. Love we, we love the world radio premieres here at Matt Connerton Unleashed. So very good. All right, let's uh, give this a listen. Uh, this is a great song, Mama Come Get Thank Me you. by Run Like Thieves. Brother, give me your ass grab All your heart made of stone Play a superhero in your mind So you can stab me in the back And kick me when I'm down Brother, give me that cross to bay I won't bear it all alone When you're never wrong Mama, come get me Mama, come get me Bring me home Yeah, Mama, come get me Mama, come get me Bring me home I hope you find your delivery Hope you find your way home. I hope you find the love here's irrelevant. Until then, stay gone. Mama, come get me. Mama, come get me. Bring me home. Yeah, Mama, come get me. Mama, come get me. Bring me home.
Oh, that is so good. I love that Thank song. You. Cool. Really good, guys. Mama, come, to hear. Mama nice. come Get Me by Run Like Thieves. Hey, where does the name come from, by the way? This is a cool name. Yes, thank you. Um, I actually came up with the name. Well, actually, technically not me, but I, I used to play with a, another friend of mine um, in a band way back when in Tennessee, and uh, which is actually the name of one of our songs, too, but has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I used to live in Knoxville, Tennessee, with my buddy Will and uh, Will Day, and we had a band... Um, that called Nellie Bly, and then we, um, I left and came back and hadn't talked to him in years, and then we ended up connecting again. And I had a home studio, and we were, we did some recording, and he said, "Oh, we got to call it Run Like Thieves," and I was, that's really cool. And then we just stopped playing together, and then once we all got together, um, we were thinking of band names, and I was like, you know, I used to have a band name called Run Like. It really, really wasn't a band; it was just like me and my buddy, like yeah. you know, doing some stuff, and. Um, we called it Run Like Thieves, so I called my buddy Will just to make sure. I'm like, hey, is it cool that we use this name? He's ab- absolutely, he loves the stuff. So he's like, oh, that's good. He's like, absolutely, you know, please use it. It's great. And uh, I said, okay, cool. And we already had a Facebook page that was up, Run Like Thieves, on Facebook that I had for probably three years and then never did anything with it. And now we actually started posting everything on there. And we all have our YouTube channel, Run Like Thieves, and all that stuff. So we're, we're slowly but surely... And all these recordings that we that you're hearing now are, were also recorded with on camera as well. Yeah, and they came out fantastic. Like they did such a good job at at Reverly. It, Rever, Rever, I can't even say the word. I, I have trouble Reverly. with it too. Like revelry, revelry. I should know how to say it. If you say it in your low revelry, it'll sound it's easy. Revelry, revelry. Yeah, you're right. That is easy. Isn't that yeah, easy? Yeah, that's revelry. Revelry. I'm just so glad we came up with a band name quickly because yes, and what's what's cool about the band name is that it's it's three words which represents the three of us and then i'm the running drummer so that's the whole oh so yeah, run yeah. was okay. in was also in there and i was like oh that's kind of perfect let's let's just do it call it that so and yeah it's, it's got a cool like rlt you know so we can make like cool stickers and yeah, stuff. yeah 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 so awesome. we like that stuff. and abe's the l abe's the like because everybody likes Abe. Yes. Yeah. And he like listens really yeah. well. Yeah. I run and then Dan is I got of stuck the... as the thief. What well, he's a heck? banker. He's a, he's a banker. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a thief. Oh, he's a good thief, though. That's, a, that's the um, PC version of the thief thing. Yeah. So. Like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do this. I'm dying to hear you guys play live. So oh, really? if you are. Cool. Uh, All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to play. Um, yeah, you're you're gonna do uh, uh, t- Tennessee, right? Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, tell her, tell her good night. Tell her good night. Um, Tennessee is the other studio, which track is also out already. Yeah, on all forms. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, you can even ask your Alexa. Yeah, even Alexa the has song, it. and it'll give it to you. I couldn't believe it. I I, I think that's when I knew I I made it musically. Yeah. Like, my That's Alexa a, recognized me. That was like, all right, I did it. That is pretty cool. Finally did it. <laughs> but in this one, we have a video online for us. So we get in uh, at Run Like Thieves YouTube. And um, it's picking up some steam, actually. It's very, very cool. Yes, with very, there's really no marketing on it. It's just kind of organically yeah. doing its thing. So That's good. Yeah. I like that. So if you're out there, please look it up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Yeah. That is, that that is extremely cool. Yeah, whenever Come. whenever you guys are ready, I'll have to kind of uh We're uh, ready. I'll have to kind of uh, you know, I'll Rebel. move the faders around as Rebel you play and then ready. Uh, try to try to get the oh. me, me, me. levels balanced and uh me, me, me. Me, me, me. <laughs> me, me, me. What's up? Is that good? That's that's amazing. You're really you're really on this one. Thank you. I'm on it today. Well, I was, I'm I, helping him with his levels. Well, I was just thinking you're probably not used to uh, not used to singing this early, right? In the day, or maybe you are. I don't know. I just never stopped singing. Dan this sings was, in the came shower. Came out of my mama. Don't we all? <laughs> I sing all the time. I sing at work. Would you like me to help you with that? I just sing all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the way to go. All right. Well, you good. know, I get yelled at by my woman. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she loves it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she, my can't, kids. She, she can't stay mad, right? When she you can't stay mad. Yeah. You should have gotten an A plus instead mm. of an A minus. <laughs> what are you doing to your dad? <laughs> no, I sing all the time. Just oh keep the flow God. going. Yeah, no, that's good. That's yeah. pro probably very healthy. It is very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whenever you guys are ready. <laughs> ready, baby. All right. Lips taste like whiskey, I smell like beer. She says, look up at the stars, look how close they appear. Girl, let them light your way back home. That's what you should do. Cause I know somewhere there's a porch light on waiting for you. You gotta tell a goodbye, tell a good night, tell a good boys don't always do right. Nighttime love is gonna leave you in the morning. Well, it's cold like steel, the devil's deal. Might be wrong, that ain't how it feels. Nighttime love is gonna leave. No warning. Girl, put this flame on right now, or it's just gonna burn us both. Cause in a few minutes we'll be gone so far, we ain't going home. If I turn this car around 
Headed back to your town, but I, I just look up at the sunrise and keep on riding on. You gotta tell a goodbye, tell a good night, tell the good people don't always do right. Nighttime love is gonna leave you in the morning. Well, it's cold like steel, the devil's deal might be wrong. That ain't how it feels. Nighttime love is gonna leave you, it's gonna leave you. Yeah, no warning. God, you guys sound amazing. That was Thank awesome. you. Thank you. You guys cool. sound fantastic. 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 <laughs> Thank you. If you're just joining us, we've got Run Like Thieves alive, <laughs> Sorry, <Jeff. laughs> live in studio with us. We have Abe, uh, Greg, Dan. They are all here. And uh, yeah, you guys sound amazing. That was, uh, that was Thank you. very, very cool. Thank you. Um, are, are you playing out a lot? Are you doing a lot of live shows? Or? Yes. Yeah. Dan what? plays out all the time. This is actually sweat. Yeah. And I can just stick my pick on it, and I don't have to use a pick holder anymore. Dan, Dan plays a lot. As, as far as the band goes... Actually worked. We we play... Uh, we we haven't played a lot as Run Like Thieves. We play a lot as yeah. as a cover band yeah. Um, yeah, quite a bit, but we haven't actually played a lot as Run Like Thieves. So we're, yeah. we're excited um, to get out there and play and start really playing shows as us and putting our original yeah. content out there, because it... Nobody wants to hear original content a lot of times, so <laughs> we get it. Um, yeah. But I think, I feel, and I think we can all agree, that um, that our original content is pretty universal, I think. And I think it, yeah. people can hear it and kind of dig it. You know, it's not, um, a, like, weird and obscure. Yeah, right? we're not trying to be Mr. Bungle. Or, yeah, which, yeah. by the which, way... You know, we've I'm, all done that. Which is a huge influence of mine, by the way. I'm a Actually, huge I'm Mr. Bungle fan. Yeah. <laughs> Love Mr. Bungle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, we're not like that. But um, so we're sort of universal. So I think we can get away with even playing bars and places where you know crowds are hanging out, and they would just be like, "Oh, that's just good music." So right. But please check out our listings at Run Like Thieves and see where we're playing. And um, don't don't be too shy. And please come see Dan Fallon sing. And Abe sings with me. And Greg sings with me. And that's um, Dan Fallon. Music. <laughs> Dan Fallon music. And we will be at the, well, uh, Run Like Thieves songs will be played at the following venues. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. In the near future. Um, Patty's in Dracut, uh, the Wild Rover Manchester, Eric's Church in Wyndham, Maine, Foster's Tavern, the Thirsty Pig, uh, Songwriter in the Round with Katie Dobbins, the Birch Bar, Saddle Up Saloon in Kingston, where I just came from a couple of minutes ago. Um, uh, the Birch Bar, Axe and Ale, Deb's Landing up in Tamworth. Um, and that's real also, local uh, joint. High, oh, forgive me. High Octane Saloon in Laconia. Uh, we got a gig there too. Oh. Um, uh, and we're back at Defiant Records. And um, that's all I can do right now because I don't, I don't want to. 
It's a lot. Going. Yeah, there's a lot. It, that's yeah. some of those gigs aren't full band gigs, but um, okay. But some of them will be. Yeah. Um, and it's always it's always a good time. Excellent. We're, we're always entertaining. Yes. Oh, we try. oh, I don't want to forget too. You guys very generously brought us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna dig into those. Uh, we're gonna save my precious. We're we're, <laughs> we're we're gonna save those for later. But you guys uh, brought us a box of donuts, um, and they look really good. And where They're are they from? from? Goodies. Good, goody, good donuts. Ooh, I like how you said that. Goody, yeah. good yeah. donuts. Located in Laconia or at 235 Union Avenue. Santa and they look Baby. awesome. Yeah. And you guys were saying, like, they, they open and they sell out. They sell out. I mean, by 930, a lot of times when they're open, they're, they close. They When they sell out, they close the store. What so. time okay. do they open? Wow. I think at 530 or 5 wow. or something like that, yeah. What a crazy thing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, these gonna... donuts look amazing. They're so good that I am sorry. Okay, we're going to... I'm sorry. That's how good they are. Wow. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Wow. Chocolate. Tell you. chocolate. I got you three dozen, and I only wound up having six by the time I got them. <laughs> and you can tell really... they're flopping around in the box. <laughs> a little floppy. You know, there's some room there's in crumbs. there. A little flopping well, going on over here, Boston, too. And you would have been like, here's two. Least there's not one with like a bite taken out of it. Right. You know, that, right. Uh, yes, yes, they're all intact in that way. I appreciate that. I've seen that. that. I've seen that, that before. Yeah, I'm no. looking at this business's pictures, and they have like, oh, God. Oh, oh, fruity pebbles! Mm, They're donuts pebbles. covered in fruity pebbles. Yeah, I remember fruity pebbles from my youth. Of I'm course. sorry, yeah. of course, but yeah. that's crazy. That's I've never seen that. You know, donuts go good with the season too. Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah, yes, yes. Hey, the uh, studio donuts. The studio line is open. Yeah, thank you guys. The uh, donut or dough do. These are oh. dough do's. <laughs> They're not even donuts. <laughs> They're dough do's. <laughs> the uh, studio line is open. If uh, if you have any questions for these guys, uh, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. We have a few more minutes with them, so uh, don't delay. If you have any questions or feedback or anything at all for the band, we've got Run Like Thieves here live in studio with us. We do have another. Another studio track too that we're going to play at the end of the segment uh that's another great song uh tennessee but um now when you uh, i wanted to kind of circle back to this about recording too at revelry revelry revelry, revelry. it does revelry. It, it is easier to say it that way oh, um <laughs> give me that donut <laughs> never now never jen never gonna, i want those donuts Oh my goodness! I like it. <laughs> I'm bringing more donuts in a boat. Did, did, did you guys record these kind of sort of? Was it live basically instead of completely uh, live? Yeah. Completely yeah. live. Yeah. That's the only way we do it too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, I was just telling telling these guys this morning that that I was watching um, a documentary on Tom Petty doing Wildflowers when uh, Rick Rubin took over as producer and. Um, they did it live. They did a. They yeah. did a, a. You know, they recorded it live as opposed to doing it track by track, which is a lot of times what people do. Oh yeah, um, usually because, yeah. Yeah, and I do that. I do a lot of that, just recording for other bands and stuff, just in my studio. Yeah. So if you have drum tracks, need send them to running drummer. Call me up. Send them to the running drummer. He'll hook you um, But anyway, you 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 miss something when you do that. Yeah. In my opinion, and um, when we recorded there, and of course. They they did such a great job of mixing and putting it all together, so I've never, you know, I've never heard myself back like that, and I was like, whoa, that's legit. Like these guys are really really good. 
Mm. So, um, but you know, they captured the moment, and we just yeah. we we did have a good session. We definitely played well, and I was like, okay, that was really good. We each song took a couple takes, but yeah, but um, and way way less expensive, and and <laughs> you, and you're like you're not thinking; it's not in your head. You know, it's almost like you don't have enough time to think about it. It's yeah. like it's just gonna get done. That's it. That's it. 100%. And that that's yeah, that's yeah. a cool thing to be on the um, you know, like you have to be right on the edge of of disaster. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we like yeah. to ride it. You know, yeah. and, and you're right on that. Like, okay, this could be not good, and um, and then hopefully it just it goes well. And when when you capture it, you capture something. And we I think for those this LP we captured something. We hope to do it again with those guys yes. uh, eventually, wherever they land and wherever they open up another studio. Mm-hmm. I would go back there in a, in a heartbeat. Sure. Yeah, it yeah. was. That's a really. They did capture the the us. They captured us. And yeah. And if it's good enough for Muddy Waters, it's good enough for Run Like Thieves, <laughs> that's baby. Right, that's, that's right. right. But um, Abe did make sh- Abe. <laughs> Abe was like these guys, man. I'm gonna get them lined up. So he before the before uh. Before we recorded, we he made sure we were really ironed out with yes. the stuff, yeah. like a hundred percent, like every meet, every beat. So yeah. I've, I've super so, tight. I've yeah. gotten so used to doing the recording track by track yeah. like that that I just assumed that we we would want to do it that way. So I made click tracks and everything. Oh no, yeah. kidding! Yeah, yeah. Um, and we pre- we rehearsed with them. We, we could rehearsed do it. with them. Yeah, but um, you know, we got there with the cameras and everything rolling, and yeah, it just became evident that like, yeah, we're gonna throw that out the window. Yeah, and you know, luckily we're good enough. It was good to rehearse that way, yes, and then yeah. to show up and just relax a little bit, mm-hmm. and not yeah. have to worry about that so much. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You can show up, relax, and kind of really bring it. I just wanted to say too, um, Matt and Jen, for all of your listeners who are shy and haven't asked a question yet. The answer is yes. I don't mean to say the answer is yes to your questions. Okay, all of the questions. Wow. Yes, Dan is shirtless. But, yeah, just ask. Just start. Yes, that's how I like to roll. You know right, what I'm right. saying? The the um, what's great about Abe too, and just to give Abe more accolades, but Abe really um, he comes in studied, like he's yeah he's the kind of guy that does his homework as as a musician oh yeah and it's it's really awesome yeah. to have someone like that who really sits down and dissects everything and yep. then and then you know puts his own spin and production on it and mm-hmm. it's he's been so good like that and that that was another reason why we're like oh my god the, he's the dude like yeah. he's so, the guy and actually there and not kidding there really is question um one of our favorite listeners isaac he always wants to know what people's influences are. Who influenced you musically to be where you are? Well, we did mention Mr. Bungle. However, there's a lot more. To- I'm a huge Rush fan. So my son is actually here in the studio with us, and he is uh, 11 years old, and his name is Neil yeah. after Neil Peart. And if you ever see a, a car driving around with the license plate YYZ Rush, that's me. So- oh, okay. <laughs> oh. So I'm a huge Rush fan. Um, so I'm into, like, you know, progressive stuff and whatever. But I also, like, you know... I'll- Everything from Tom Petty to, you know, I don't, so many. Yeah, yeah. So many. I, I can't even, but I, Faith No More, I'm a huge fan. Like, I just love yeah. so many weird things. Um, you know, jazz music, Art Blakey and Miles Davis and, mm-hmm. you know, just all the great drummers that I, I'm a drummer. Like, I love drummers. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like Steve Gadd, like, whatever band he's in, I'm in. Like, um, I love it. You know, whatever it is. Um, one of my good friends is an amazing fiddle player, Eileen Ivers. She's a huge influence. Um, so many 
people that that I know personally yeah. that are great too. So yeah, it's hard. Mm. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I come from like definitely like a punk rock alternative rock background. That's what I did like for the last twenty years, basically. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like all, my favorite artist is Tom Waits, yeah. bar none. Listened to him forever since I was a kid. So that's going to be a big influence to me. But also, I mean, like I don't get to do it here much, but I mean, like noise rock. I love Death from Above, nineteen seventy nine, uh, stuff like that. But I mean, yeah. Also, I mean. Originally, this was going to be like they said, Americana country. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. I should get, I should dip my toes and get that done. So that's a lot of the reason I signed on because I haven't been doing a whole lot recently. And what I did do wasn't really working out for me. So I'm just going to say, screw it and try something. So, yeah. That's why I'm here. And, and that's what's yeah. so cool about this, this trio is that we, we come from such different places and, and you know we all appreciate everything, and we've and we've been playing covers a lot, and we you know we played covers enough to we know what covers work, and we know that um, we're also into hip hop. So like you know we know when we play live stuff, we do a lot of hip hop, a lot of funk, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. stuff that people can dance to, and so we love that stuff. And then I think we like all the darker stuff too, you know anything with minor chords, Radiohead, you know. Um, stuff like that we're we're totally into as well but you know he comes from the tom Waits stuff and um from the like progressive stuff and then dan is just i don't even know dan actually is all I, the I, i'm uh <laughs> yeah you know uh, you know one of my it's very interesting i'd like to tell you something uh so i've been playing music forever um like i said since i came out the womb i made some noises then and <laughs> been still doing them i just made that noise this morning <laughs> same exact noise um and it sounds like no, I'm just kidding. so uh, <laughs> I um, I love uh, Woody Guthrie, yeah, and um, and I just I just thought he was amazing. I've been very I have a large family, and they would blast music all the time. So you'd hear Frank Sinatra, Boys to Men, New Kids on the Block, <laughs> Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. Everybody listened to different things, Bruce Springsteen, and. Um, and then when I started to kind of develop my own taste, I, I started listening to Woody Guthrie. I love that old timey. I just love everything about him. Yeah. I just thought it was fascinating how he lived and how he traveled the United States and 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 just just sat with people in a room and freaking wrote a song with them about their heritage. Right. right. Austrian immigrants in the Great Depression didn't matter to him. He's like, we're gonna. This is that's how we developed. And so I really took that as kind of a. I've written over twelve hundred songs. Wow, and that's written, not a lie. That is the truth. Yeah, he I've, really wow. has. Oh, written. I believe you. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. I've they're s- not all great, but they're. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's true too. <laughs> well, out of twelve hundred, you know, they're not. It, yeah, there's it's, about it's, three decent ones, yeah. and you have them all here today, Matt. Okay, <laughs> we <laughs> save them for you. Oh, well, one you. one thing one thing about what I love about Dan <laughs> is that his ability to tell a story in the song which I think is really important for people to connect. Yeah. Um, you have to tell a story that people can and, and understand the lyrics and it's not just marbles in your mouth type, you know, I don't know what that guy said. Because people connect with that. I mean, I, I'm i not, uh, I hardly, I listen to drums and I listen to bass. Yeah. And now that I've, you know, understand the importance of the story behind the song, it, it really connects people to the song. So like, 
I love that about Dan that he's thank able you. to do that. So and the thing is, it the, there was something that happened with me about ten years ago, where I got uh, I started writing songs for Songs of Love Foundation, and it's for kids with cancer, leukemia, different illnesses. Mm. Um, they get requests through Make a Wish, Give Kids the World, and directly through hospitals and hospice. And, and the first song that I I thought I was I, I was heard on Reverb Nation on the world music thing because I was writing some really artistic stuff that I thought was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then um, and someone listened to it and he thought I was funny. And I was like, you think I'm funny? <laughs> huh. I was like, serious. And he, But he was like, could you write a song for a kid? And I was like, sure. And he was kind of testing me out and he had me rewrite it about 10 times uh, to get out of the way of the song. And he's like, you know, the kid that's listening to this is eight is going into dialysis a couple times a week, driving with their parents to the hospital. They're going to listen to the song to and from, you know. Wow. That's yeah. heavy. Yeah. So that's I've done powerful. a few hundred for them. Yeah. And, Once uh, again, Dan I mean, is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Well, <laughs> but it, it, thank you. But it helped, it, it helped me in a big way because I was like, I'm going to get out of the way of the song. I'm going to get out of the way of the song. Interesting. And then I meet this gentleman who's like, why are you singing like that? Can't you just be yourself? Yeah. And I'm like, who's myself? Right, right. I don't. And then uh, here we are. Yeah. This yeah. is this is like one of those things. So I, I would sing high. I would sing low. I would sing like a Disney guy. I would sing because, you know, I would do. I don't even I don't know. If it, it was almost like an huh. impression. You know, like I'm going hungry. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. I, would do, oh, I would do a reggae voice. Yeah. Baby, don't do it. I'm, not, I'm very bad at all of them. So yeah, I won't yeah. Do it. yeah, yeah. The only voice I'm good at is the, is is Muddy Waters. When I was a young man, <laughs> at the age well, of five, you know. Yeah. But no, I, but that's so. So my influence, I'm very, I'm, I'm really influenced by moments, and by like the the whatever we're doing, and I capture it like a picture in my mind, and then that's where I write the lyrics or a poem or something like that. Yeah. And then, um, and then my vocal influence has been from Greg. My drummer, uh. who doesn't let me go crazy. I just don't he, let him get away with anything. Yeah, right, so right. it's very, very helpful. And I've had great music teacher. Mark Baxter, was, he's, he's my vocal coach. He's amazing. He's actually, these guys, Greg and Mark Baxter would get along famously. Yeah. Mark's like, why are you singing like that? <laughs> don't do that. I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's, you shouldn't sing that song then. I, and I take it, my wife is really um, a great singer. And she is, you know, She'll listen to things, and, and her and I kind of agree on a lot of it. So we, we've we listened to stuff that, that Dan has done, and we're like, oh, we just got to get him to go here, you know? And yeah. then and then it's perfect. And luckily, well, we he's been so good. I mean, he's just, Dan is just awesome. I'm but, a good boy. But he, but he um <laughs> for this particular recording, he just hit it right, the nail on the head. Like, it was, like, perfect the whole way through. And I was like, oh, man, you're, that's your, that's your sweet spot, man. Yeah. That's the money right there. That's well, the money spot. Well, gentlemen, uh, this has been uh, this has been fantastic. Uh, I, I wish we had more time. I'd love to talk to you some more, but we are uh, we are approaching the top of the hour. But we are going to uh, finish out with uh, this uh, track, uh, Tennessee by uh, by Run Like Thieves, who are our guests in this hour. And it's been wonderful having you guys on. And um, Abe, it's great to see you, my friend. I've, I've known you a long time. And, yeah, good uh, to see you too, man. Yeah, good to see you, and wonderful to meet you guys. And yeah. wonderful, thank you so much for having us. Um, please, though, before we uh, before we hit this track, Tennessee, remind our listeners where they should go online to keep up with everything that so you're doing. So you can go to runlikethieves.com. 
Uh, you can find us on all streaming platforms, everything from Spotify to Apple Music to um, YouTube. We also have a YouTube channel, Run Like Thieves, which is connected to Dan and my own channel as well, uh, which we're currently building. is brand new, so mm-hmm. it's not like a crazy amount of views and subscribers, but it's getting there for a couple days that it's been open. Um, and Facebook, obviously, Instagram, pretty much any social media. But we are the yeah. only Run Like Thieves band that exists. We did check that. Yeah. And, uh, so we're, we're super happy that we actually... Trademark pending. We, we trademarked yeah. it, and yeah, it's good. ours, and we got good. the website, so... But yeah, so that's basically I think everywhere um, that you can find us. Where, and of course, whatever Dan mentioned as far as our live stuff. So. Yeah. Run like thieves band is the Instagram handle and Facebook handle, I believe. Run like thieves band. Is yeah, a, yeah, and um, um, and but yes, please go to our YouTube. Run like thieves and subscribe and that's comment. That's our favorite. That's yeah, our that's, favorite. That's, we like YouTube. Yeah, and, and this is such a special day because we're releasing these songs with you. Thank you so much for having us to do this. this is amazing. And um, and if you subscribe to our YouTube, you'll see our beautiful videos yes. as, as they uh, get released for these unreleased uh, songs that we played here today. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, guys. This has been uh, this has been absolutely amazing. And uh, so we will close out this segment. Uh, stick around. We've got Charlie from Rolling Exile coming up in the second hour. He's going to be Skyping in all the way from London. But we're going to close out this segment with another great studio track from these guys. This is called Tennessee. Run Like Thieves. Check it out. She takes her clothes, throws them in the ocean, baking California sun. The ten lives exposed. Lost pimped devotion Hallelujah, here she comes What she needs, what she needs Tennessee What she needs, what she needs Take my hold, life I'm moving forward. Break this fake illusion. Fall by sorrows, loud. We gotta leave. Hallelujah, here she comes. What you need, what you need, 
I think that is a beautiful song, Tear Down Angel, uh, from, uh, of course, uh, Rolling Exile. And we have uh, we have him on Skype, I believe, Charlie, uh, from Rolling Exile. Charlie, are you there? Um, can you hear me, Matt? Yes, I can. And it, But it's, it's, it's always a relief when it works out on Skype when it's transcontinental 
because it does right. it doesn't always work out technologically. Uh, so I'm so glad. Yeah, that is a that is an amazing song. We're gonna you, you know you you sent us a bunch of tracks. We're gonna play some more later, but that that's just a beautiful song, Charlie. I love that. Uh, thank you. That's that's uh, really appreciated. Yeah, it's off the uh, the the latest album we recorded uh, last year. Uh, weather change album but uh yeah thank you so much yeah yeah no my pleasure really really good uh yes uh, jenny is here well and of course if you're just joining us here on matt connerton unleashed we are joined via skype uh by charlie from how do you say your last name charlie is it uh, uh hallinan you you got it absolutely right i can't even pronounce it myself <laughs> <laughs> all right excellent we've got charlie hallinan from rolling exile uh skyping in uh all the way from london um and uh now so this uh this album weather change did this come out uh is this a recent release or has this been out for a little bit yeah we 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 finished recording it uh, i'm just trying to think um i think it was around about may or june uh of last year that's right yeah oh, and then okay. it, it was basically released uh late september of of, of last year yeah and um, tell me a little bit, if you could, about uh, Rolling Exile, because it's it's a band, but it's really you're you're the the nucleus of it, right? It's your uh, project essentially. Yeah, um, <clears throat> the um, I I'd actually left the the music business. Um, I mean, there's a lot more to I guess my my history going back to Dublin and. Uh, you know, deputizing for Larry Mullins once on a U2 tour with the band that I was in, but that, that's that's maybe for another conversation. But um, there was a band, uh, well, they, they're still in existence, called the Boomtown Rats, mm-hmm. um, and they were um, probably the sort of, the, the ones that really opened the doors for Irish musicians, um, because I, I grew up in Dublin, um, although being born in, in London, but from the age of two, so I, I really consider myself more Irish than, you know, uh, English, but not that it matters. Um, but um, this this friend of mine, um, Gary Roberts, he was the lead guitarist in the Boomtown Rats, and I'd, I'd left the music business for 20-odd years, I think, um, and... I just got this opportunity to go out and support the Boomtown Rats on a short tour in Europe, just totally out of the blue. I mean, it was just one of those kind of moments in life where you're just thinking, oh, okay, Um, well, I might as well do it because I'll probably never get the opportunity again. And that led to me writing again. And uh, cut a long story short, I did my recording my first album after that tour and realized after the album that because um, it was really I was really just uh, solo acoustic guitar vocal guitar you know mm-hmm. um, that that's what I was doing at the time but you know after the album uh, realized you know there's drums and there's keyboards and there's this and there's that and I thought okay well I think I better put a band together if I'm going to you know actually you know um, you know tour tour or, or do do shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to promote the album, so that was the start of it, and I I, I put a band together, and um, yeah, it's it's I I guess it is it is my 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 kind of uh, project if you like, but you know band members are are very important, and it's some you know 
boy, uh, if I could, I could put a family tree together with the amount of <laughs> band members that have gone through the revolving doors. But, you know, you eventually then settle, if you're lucky enough, with, with some band members that, you know, you, you can actually grow together and, you know, bounce ideas. But, yeah, I mean, the straight answer is I'm, I'm the, the songwriter um, and uh, lyric writer and, you know, basically the band just... Um, you know, play the play the, the the tunes as it were, but but they they have an input. You know, they'll suggest something and they'll say, oh, you know, maybe we could you know move that and put that there and whatever. And sometimes you know it works. You know, we're yeah. we're we're very democratic in 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 the uh, <laughs> in the band. There's there's no sort of dictator, if you like. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm fascinated that you actually left the music business for for a couple of decades and. Part part of why it, it surprises me in in this sense because when I um when I see you you know your online presentation I look at the pictures and I I watched the uh, the video for example Jenny and I watched of, of you performing um, Good Morning London with uh, another great song by the way I love that song we'll probably play that later um, thank you but I but I I look at you and it's like you you seem like you, you just look like a rock star. Like, and, and it's like, and, and I look at you and I hear you say that you left the music business for 20 years. And I'm thinking, how could this guy have ever left? Because th this, this is what you should be doing because just, just, I mean, not, not just uh, are the songs great, but also just visually, like you, you look like, you know, like I can't imagine you, I, I don't know what you were doing for that 20 years, but I, I'm, I'm very curious. Why, why did you leave? Well, um, well, thank you very much for the, for the rock star. <laughs> it's, 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 tr it's true, I'll, though. It's true. I'll, I'll take it if I can get it. You yeah, know? yeah. Don't, don't get don't get that many compliments. But um, <laughs> no, um, yeah. Basically, what happened is just going back to Dublin for a minute. Um, the band that I was in, I was a drummer, and. Um, Ourselves, it was a band called Berlin, and not not to be confused with the one from uh, yeah. Top Gun. Right. <laughs> and uh, we were the sort of two up and coming bands. Uh, in fact, we were the first to get a, a number one um, in in Ireland, and we were the first to to sign with an English company, which was a big deal in those days, you know, um, for 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 Irish bands because it was very very difficult, you know, mm -hmm. um, and. Um, you know, I've been through several bands before Berlin, and we're about to go in and record the the the, the album, and then we we split up, and I just thought, you know what, I've had enough of this, and I I was sitting in Dublin uh, after the band had split up, and I was thinking, what am I going to do? My family had actually moved to America, oh, so I was just thinking I might go over there, but then again, I, and then I got this phone call from. Uh, a sound engineer, a good friend of mine. He's he's done everybody from the Rolling Stones to Tina Turner. He's a, like a live engineer, and he just called me up. A fellow Irishman. He goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, nothing." He said, "Well, I got a job for you." And he's, I said, "Great." And I said, uh, "He said, yeah, a ticket will be at the airport for you tomorrow, and we'll see you in London tomorrow afternoon." And I said, "Well, what about my drum kit?" And he said, "No, no, you won't need that." And I said, well, what, we're going to hire one? And he said, no, you're not playing drums. And I said, wait a minute, what is this job? <laughs> <laughs> he said, guitar roadie. And I was like, oh. what? <laughs> well, I, I was a bit of a, not a prima donna, but it was like <laughs> after coming out of a band with our own road crew, and I was thinking, ah. Oh. I said, how much is it a week? And he said, whatever it was. I said, all right, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. And 
it was really as a stopgap. I, I just needed to just sort of clear my head. I'd had, you know, given, you know, my life for the last five years to different bands and mm -hmm. the disappointments and the ups and downs. And then after I, I, I'd done guitar roadie or guitar tech, um, whichever they, they, they categorize it as, and, and did that for maybe eight or nine years and traveled the world. It was great. I worked for lots of different bands. I worked for a company that supplied crew, you know, and uh, good learning experience. And then I got into photography. <laughs> I mean, oh. I, the whole thing is pretty bizarre. And, <laughs> and I ended up working for some big rock magazines, oh. um, you know, just purely life is funny sometimes like that. And, you know, yeah, anyway. And then, as I say, um, then I got this opportunity in 2010. Uh, my friend Gary called me, said, look, we need a support band. The band have uh, pulled out. And I said, don't be ridiculous. I said, I haven't played for 20 odd years. And, <laughs> and even then, I wasn't a, really a singer songwriter. I was a drummer, you know, back back in my you know, my kind of first music, music days. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's uh, life is a funny thing, but, you know, you, you kind of you go from one thing to another and then actually end up back with the thing that you love. But I, I must admit, I never actually thought of myself, you know, as a writer or as a performer. You know, as a singer, I get away with it. But, you know, I, <laughs> there's a lot, a lot more you know, a lot better singers out there, um, you know, obviously. Um, but, you know, it, it, it works, you know, and yeah. um, that's 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 pretty much it. I think let's just say I got I got into it by got back into it by by chance, in a sense, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you kind of went where the road took you, it sounds like. Yeah, and Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Where the road. Yeah. And you and yeah. you ne and you never. I mean, it sounds like too. You, like you never really fully disconnected because you were still doing things musically, even when you were, you know, working for for uh, rock magazines. You know, you're still you're 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 still in the mix in that sense. So you're still. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're 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 still a part of it all, but um, it, so, yeah. It, 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 it was funny, yeah, because in a way, because when I started photography, it was actually in the fashion I was doing. Um, shots for uh, editorial magazines and models uh, agencies and stuff like that and then it led into rock magazines mm -hmm. and and I kind of thought yeah how funny it's it's kind of has gone a bit of a, f a full circle in the sense I'm still connected to music you know and uh, but yeah that's that's kind of how how it, how it evolved yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, how did the, uh, getting to perform, uh, uh, Good Morning London on, on television like that, that was pretty cool. Um, I, I, were you, um, is that kind of the, the, I mean, that's, I assume that show that you were on, it looked like it, it probably had a, a pretty big audience. How does, how does something like that come about where you get to do that? Because that's, that's a big deal. Well, it wasn't really. I mean, that 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 was actually um, a, a promo, um, a promo actual video, but it was um, syndicated or whatever you want to call it to to certain small stations, you know. And and purely that was just from um, literally, you know, the old expression, knocking on the door and saying, "Look, you know, we're a band. We've got this," and uh, and you know say out of every 10 people you try you mm -hmm. might get one you right know? right um and and it's kind of 
it's like that for a lot of us. You know, I was listening to the guys, um, is it Run Like Thieves? Yes. Um, that, that were on earlier. I really enjoyed this stuff, by the way. And uh, I, I, uh, I found a lot of similarities in what they were talking about, um, you know, being an original band. And it is tough when you're trying to, you know, you don't have a record company behind you or, or a kind of um, any kind of, you know, at least sort of mid midweight management or something, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 you're doing it all yourself really. You know? Yeah. It's um, <clears throat> I often say, and this is, you know, uh, obviously we speak with a lot of musicians, so it's kind of a, one of the recurring themes on this show in our conversations is about how, how the industry has changed. And, and it's um, now, you know, we live in an era where you really can do it all yourself. Uh, you, you can, uh, you can uh, connect directly with, with fans and, and listeners um, because of the internet. And, uh, yeah. you know, and of course when I was growing up and you were growing up, we didn't have that. And so it's, um, yeah. you know, in, in, in some ways, I mean, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. I suppose it's a curse in the sense that, you know, you're competing with um, everything, <laughs> you know, you're literally competing yeah. with everything else that's online. But at the same time, if what you're doing is really good quality, and um, and presented well, uh, you know, you can you can cut through a lot of that and and find success uh, without a, a record label uh, uh, doing uh, all of the terrible things and and some good things too. But uh, all of the terrible yeah. things that's, that sometimes a record label does to somebody, to an artist. Um, sure, sure, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I actually like what you said. You know, blessing and a curse, and you know, <laughs> it's what I what I actually feel about it a lot of the time. I mean, I think for me, um, what I find, you know, the the biggest irritation or, or kind of it, it just saps me sometimes, you know, because you're I'm I'm running the kind of show in the sense of doing all the media and I'm not doing it particularly well, because in this day and age, you know, you've got these kids out there that can just, you know, <laughs> what would take me a week to do. They would probably do it in about two hours, you know, and, and, and not only that, you know, probably, you know, get you another 10,000 followers. I haven't the, the first idea, really. I mean, I, it's just finding the time because when you're doing you're doing the media, you're doing the videos because I edit the videos to promote uh, prom- promo things. And yeah. it's just endless. You know, and I, I sometimes finally sit down and go. I wonder if I'm ever going to actually have time to pick up the guitar and write another song. You know? Right. <laughs> but, right. Uh, but it is what it is, you know. Do, do you feel a certain, um, I mean, I, I know uh, on, on that subject as far as, you know, being able to put content out there, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's really what it is ultimately. It's all content. Do you feel a certain, yeah. a certain pressure? Because I, th- I think about this a lot. I, I, feel, um, I feel a certain pressure to try to, really stay on top of what everyone's doing. And, and part of this too relates to the work that I do, but there's a, there's, there's just a pressure to, you don't want to fall behind. You don't want to get left behind and, and you don't, you know, you don't want to be the guy who um, uh, can't uh, uh, promote what he's doing because he just has no idea. Um, And, and, and sometimes by the way, people much younger uh, even fall into that because they, they feel overwhelmed by it all. But 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 I feel like there's a pressure to try to keep up with it all because the technology moves so fast and and uh, all of us we're we're it's like we're all on the uh, 
on the precipice of just getting getting left behind if we don't really keep up. And it sounds like you are keeping up, like you said. I mean, you're doing it all. You know, you're editing the videos yourself and whatnot. So you're 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 you're. It sounds like you're pretty much on top of it. But but there's a pressure that comes with that, right? Yeah, it, it's it's interesting you you bring that up actually because um, I to be honest, you know, I mean, what I what I actually achieve is probably the bare minimum even though it's a massive struggle for me but it, it just about media wise keeps my head above water it could be a lot better and mm -hmm. it could be i could have a lot more followers and likes and and this that and the other but you know it it's just i i think it's probably because i'm more focused on getting out doing it live um because we have you know, we have a good um, following in, in, in Europe, uh, mainly in Germany, but we're kind of working in other areas. But, you know, it gets to a point. I mean, I'll give you an example. It, it gets ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> when we were touring last year, um, a fellow musician came up to me, friend, and uh, he was a bit, you know, unhappy. Um, and I was kind of thinking, you know, what's going on here? You know, and he goes... Oh, I, I see you're um, you're you're not on uh, on media. On, I don't know what he referred to Facebook much. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, I don't know. He said you you haven't liked any of my stuff. And, <laughs> and I'm like going, I just wanted to say, you know, actually. <laughs> There's more to life than, you know, <laughs> spending your whole day thinking, oh, God, I, I didn't like so-and-so's thing and I didn't like this. It's like, for God's sake, you know, it's like, you know, get a life, you know. But, you know, that's the way some people, you know, they're, they're so, you know, steeped in it, you know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, why don't you just, you know, relax, back off that and just enjoy your music, you know. But, you know, as I say, you have to do a certain amount. But sometimes it just people just turn into, you know, it, it becomes manic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's kind of the, the dark side of it. Yeah. Some people, yeah. It, it, it does uh, it does consume them. Um in terms of uh, now, in terms of recording, because, you know, you obviously you you you, you play multiple instruments, you know, you, you play drums, you play guitar, et cetera. Um, are you on on the recordings? Is, does your band record with you or does your band just play with you live? Because it seems like you're probably in a position where you can record everything yourself. Um, no, uh, we, we, we we both record together and, and play oh, live. Cool. I, I mean, um, the... I would never, I, you know, some people can do it, but I, I'm not good enough to, um, you know, be a multi-instrumentalist. You know, I, I, I just need to focus on one thing, which is, which is basically rhythm guitar. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, what's important, I think, is, um, you know, you've got to still maintain some you know, modicum of, of kind of soul. And what I mean by soul in the recording is that by doing everything yourself, um, and especially in this digital age, because it's so easy to do this, that, and the other, you know, in, in logic or, or pro tools or whatever you're using to record on. Um, I, you know, I, I just find it really important that, that, you you can hear it when when you hear a, a a recorded track come back. Well, certainly I can anyway. You know that 
when it's a bunch of musicians and they're tight and they're mm-hmm. enjoying it, you know, it, 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 it comes across, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the, uh, I'll give you an example. We, it was after the second album, uh, the Hardline album. Um, I'd had enough of all this nonsense of spending two days miking up the drum kit and the this and the that and then all the rest of it. So when we came in to do, I've got a great producer. I mean, he's, he's brilliant. And when we came in to do the third album, I said, right, that's it. I said, we're going back to the 70s. And he kind of looked at me. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I said, drum kit, you know, Glenn John's mic technique. He was a producer. He did a lot of uh, people. Um, I, I can't remember the bands offhand. I think it was Zeppelin and the Stones or whatever. But it, yeah. just two overheads, snare and bass, that's it. We get on with it. And what I, what I also did was I got the bass player and drummer to actually play together mm-hmm. as they were recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is pretty much the, the way we used to do it. And um, obviously the rest then came on later. Um, but what what we, I achieved the result that I really wanted because when you listen to, to records, maybe going back to 70s or whatever, there's that space, you know, between the instruments. There's mm-hmm. also the groove, the feel of it. There's... There's a human element in it, you know. You can it, it really comes across, and um, you know that's that's where we that was the direction that we started going in, and um, hopefully that you know also came across in the in the in the Weather Change album. But you know it's it, it's really down to the individual. The other thing that I used to just speaking of space and 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 the you know the kind of feeling of of that you know separation between the instruments uh, i don't mean separation in disjointed i just yeah. mean in the sense of you know you can hear everything it's balanced you know i don't know when it started happening maybe eight nine years ago but there was this you know mad frenzy to compress the hell out of everything so that oh, there yeah. was no headroom left in anything in any recordings so there was no space <laughs> and i remember saying to my producer i said i do not want this compressed you know right I said, right i said we, we gotta leave headroom because i, I want to hear that space so yeah recording is it's 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 interesting you you, you kind of learn as you go along but i guess you need to have a basic idea of what you want to start with you know yeah, I, I I know what you mean though about the compression and and uh, th- there was a um, I cannot for the life of me remember what album it is, but I remember, um, th- geez, this might have been twenty years ago actually. Uh, th- there was a Metallica album that came out that uh, people were complaining about because, you know, because everything just the way it was mixed, like everything just peaked and it was just yeah, it, it was just too much. It sounded horrible, and I I think they ended up re-releasing it. A different mix of that album because um because yeah you're right uh ev- everything's over compressed and my my biggest complaint over the past decades has been the way um the way guitars uh are recorded and the way they sound now uh i i it, it's it's very um uh guitars just don't sound like they used to on a lot of records but um you know but yeah. uh yeah every, everything changes and evolves but uh but i think the the sound that you captured on weather change i think is really good it's 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 just really really good and the songs are great too which <laughs> obviously helps um, oh thank you yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh you know i mean <clears throat> a lot of credit to the producer uh alessio gavello he, he he's uh i've worked with him actually on 
all the the four albums that I've done. And funny, you know, people say, oh, you know, maybe you should try a different producer, you know, get a different sound. I can I can kind of understand that, but you know, there's also the the opposite, which is, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know, because <laughs> it's like it it works, you know. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, our friend uh, Nick Murdoch in the chat room says, Maddie, the Metallica album you're thinking of is Death Magnetic. Yes, thank you, Nick. Yeah, Death Magnetic. Yeah, I, I and I, I was working in a music store when that came out, and uh, and yeah, people would. <laughs> I, I do remember that vaguely. I mean, I'm not sort of a Metallica listener, but yeah. um, I, but I do remember some of the guys that I know, maybe even in the band, they they were talking about it and saying, "My God, you know what they done, or whatever." But you know, but yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a. Yeah, or whatever. But they, they uh, you say they re-recorded it, yeah. I, I think they did. I, I think they, I think they re-released it with a different mix. I'm, I'm not positive on that though. But yeah. I, but yeah. I'll tell you what I definitely recall is I remember at least one person bringing it into the store and saying, "I think there's something wrong with the CD." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like uh, no, no, it's, it's believe it or not, it's uh, supposed to sound that way. <laughs> it's like, oh dear. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, Metallica, Metallica's had a few. Uh, actually, if you think about it, over the course of their career, I mean, they're the biggest rock band in the world, but they've had a few uh, mishaps. You know, they had a, a couple albums where you could barely hear the bass. Oh, and uh, <laughs> Legion of Solace in the chat room says, I thought you were referring to the beer keg snare tuning on uh, St. Anger. No, but that's that's another example of a, a, a very poor choice uh, recording. <laughs> uh, the drums on St. Anger sound horrendous. Um, but who can argue with success, right? They're, they really are the biggest band in the world. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Um, who are, uh, by the way, Charlie, so who are, who are some of your influences? And I'm, I'm particularly interested to ask you this question because in reading about you online, I know that you were born in London, but then you grew up in Dublin and, and, um, a, a, an interview that I had read, uh, you, you seem to indicate that, uh, it, it sounded like, uh, being in Dublin really kind of like you feel that that influenced your sound. And, and so I'm, I'm really curious to hear about um, where your sound comes from. Well, um, I guess, uh, I don't know, Dublin, as I say, you know, in, in the Dublin days when I was in bands, um, you know, being a drummer and I, 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 I'd written a few things, but I'd, ne- I'd never even thought of presenting them to the band. They were just something, that I was doing, you know, quietly in the background, you know, and then I just completely left it because I just kind of thought, oh, you know, who am I kidding? You know, I just thought this is all rubbish that I'm writing, you know. Um, but um, I think if you're asking about, you know, where the kind of, um, I guess, yeah, you could say influences or, or the feelings that, that bring about songs, um, a lot of it, subconsciously probably would root back to um to dublin and ireland in 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 those days and and uh some very you know very special uh memories and and uh experiences you know that mm-hmm. that i had in, in in that time um it was a very exciting time actually because it was just literally just after punk in 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 the uk so you know you had the pistols and the clash and mm-hmm. all the rest of them and then dublin sort of it, it it kind of there was a kind of a musical 
you know, almost what happened in, in London, sort of explosion of these bands just coming out of nowhere, you know, slightly punky, but a bit more what they call new wave. Um, so it wasn't so much the kind of a little less harsh, maybe, if you like. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but um, <clears throat> and amongst in this melting pot, there was us, there was you 2 there was a whole lot of other great Irish bands that, you know, unfortunately never made it um, because, you know, it, it, it's always a bit of a, a, a lottery, you know, mm-hmm. of, of, you know, there, there were other bands that could have made it just as big as, as you two um, re- really good ones. But, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. And um, uh, I guess, so as far as my, you know, my influences, it's funny because people sometimes they'll listen to a song and they'll say, Oh, I can hear a bit of Steve Harley. That's an, he's a guy from an English band called Cockney Rebel, or I can hear a bit of, I don't Tom Petty, or I can hear a bit of, you know, whatever. And of course, growing up, um, you know, when my mum was out, you know, she had this amazing record collection, mm. everybody from Clapton right through to The Who to, you know, I mean, just about every artist, Santana, you you could imagine Creedence, Clearwater Revival, Zeppelin, blah, 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 goes on. So I used to sneak in and I'd you know, go through all her albums. And that was <laughs> kind of my musical education, if you like. And it was an incredible library of, 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 you know, records that I could, could go through. So I, I guess, and also growing up as a teenager, you know, you, stuff you hear on the radio. Um, so I think there's bits of that which do come out in my songs or, or you know, there's something there that will remind somebody of, you know that that so i i guess it would be you know the soundtrack of my life if mm. you like um comes out in 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 my songs i suppose um yeah you know yeah yeah um and are you are you playing out or are you doing a lot of shows are you touring much or uh we just finished um I was in America funnily enough actually oh. for a couple of weeks that back in September i just did a couple of shows there and then came back to Europe um, um, well I literally yeah I came back to I think it was about the not the dates matter but it was literally I was I was in the US for August till early September and then straight back to London and then out to Europe um, and then we finished that tour at the end of September um, what we're doing now is uh, we're prepping for the the next album um which is a a bit of a nightmare because <laughs> <laughs> for me anyway i mean we we picked some of the songs but i was listening to um one of the guys um in um run like thieves and he was talking about you know i've got 1200 songs but you know mm. maybe i'll i'll have three <laughs> well it's kind of the same for me really but it's like when i'm going through the list i'm going oh god how am i going to shortlist this and then i'll shortlist it and then i'll go no well, wait a minute what about that one and then <laughs> and then you know you, suddenly half the day's gone and then i just have to walk away from it and kind of go okay <laughs> i'll stick with the four that the band have chosen so far yeah drive myself crazy but um yeah you know it's it's um it's uh, starting, we're, we're going to uh, start that um, 
probably next week because uh, we've just been prepping. I'm working with the guitarist, the lead guitarist, um, just um, sort of knocking them into shape and mm-hmm. any any changes need to be made um, before we go into like full rehearsal with the band. Yeah. And then um, next year, um, so that's really what we're focusing on up to Christmas and, and into January, February. And then we're uh, supposedly playing some shows in Dublin, which I haven't <laughs> haven't played since, well, God knows when. I, that's a long, long time ago. <laughs> um, and then we're out to Europe again in um I think uh, the end of July, August, um, there'll there, there be UK shows, obviously, in between. And then I hope to get out to America again, um, maybe September. We'll, but we'll oh. see. I, I, we haven't got the... We haven't got the sort of itinerary sort of confirmed yet, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. Hey, by the way, where does the name come from? Rolling Exile is a cool name. Well, it's interesting, actually. Um, I... I Sometimes people have said, "Oh, you know, Rolling Exile." Well, was this a kind of a, a, a sort of like a media type of, um, you know, clever um, sort of by putting a name like that together, you know? So, that, in other words, you know, you could tag it quite easily, or even if you use the the name on its own. Um, and I said, "No," I said because I was asked about it once in an interview. I said. Really, what it was, it was as simple as this. Um, I feel that um, when I when I left Ireland, um, I was, as I said earlier, you know, I was working for bands as a guitar tech mm-hmm. and just, you know, rolling around the globe for like 10 years. And then, you know, I'd, I'd started living in London as well. And I'd lived in the States for, for a short while, but came back. Oh. And I kind of, you know, just... Thought well, I'm a bit of an exile, really, and, I, and I'm just constantly uh, rolling, you know, somewhere, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's that's how it came to to be. I wasn't trying to be clever, you know, because yeah. as I say, some people go, "Oh, yeah, that was a really smart move to use that <laughs> name." <you know? laughs> no, I, I I like it. Uh, you 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 lived in the U.S. at one point. Yeah, no, only only for a short time. Okay. Um, for sort of batches of time. I, I lived in New York for a while, um, probably about six months, and then Connecticut, where my family live. And then, oh. but but I was based in London all the time, you know. Yeah. Um, really, but I was just going back and forth initially. But um, yeah, so, uh, but London has yeah been, been my base since I left Ireland, really, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very cool, very cool. Well, listen, uh, Charlie, you, you, you've been generous with your time. I, I, I love talking to you. This has been wonderful. We're going to play, um, I'm going to play a couple more of your songs to, to end the segment. One of them being uh, Good Morning London. I also love that song. Uh, I don't, is there a story behind the song, I Don't Speak French? Um, the, uh, yeah, it's, well, it's, <laughs> Or, 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 or it, I'm sorry, I'm, ca- I, I said the title wrong. I just realized it's can't speak French. I just want to correct myself. Yeah. But oh, does, no, it doesn't matter. No, it's, it's <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, there, there is a little bit. Um, I, I, it, it, it's kind of, it, it's just a, a memory of um, um, a place, a city, you know, that I that I was in, and the times that we had, and it's kind of, a, it's looking back a little bit at it in a. 
re- just remembering the people that I hung out with and the, and the sort of you know yeah kind of kind of times we had. But I think Good Morning London is probably a better example of um, Good Morning London was um, really a song about um, in my <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> In my irresponsible days, but, you know, you go into a club at 11 o'clock at night, um, you know, these um, nightclubs in, in London. And, um, you know, you come out at seven o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning, you know, <laughs> completely obliterated and kind of yeah. going, oh, my God, it's daylight. And like, where am I? And it was you'd start walking through the streets of Soho or whatever. And you'd see all these other characters kind of like just about able to make it up the sidewalk, you know, or right. falling out of a side of a building or something. Right. Everybody's a little bit, you know, battle fatigued from the <laughs> night before. And it was just a snapshot of London, London life, you know, on, on, on a Sunday morning after a hard Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a great track. Those, those are both, uh, those are both great songs. I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to play uh, both of those uh, after we let you go, but Thank um, you. Absolutely, absolutely. And Charlie, what what should people know about how to find you online to keep up with everything that you're doing with Rolling Exile? And uh... yeah, um, it, it's pretty much um, you know uh, RollingExile.com is the website, but we're on every single music platform you know you can think of. So I won't list them all, but the obvious yeah. like Spotify, Amazon Music, you know, etc., um, etc. Et and then obviously Instagram. And our Facebook page is, is Rolling Exile, um, which is just one word. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Facebook, they drove me crazy. When, when I first got into Facebook uh, to put up a band page, you couldn't do it without a personal page. So yep. I made my personal page Rolling Exile. I split the word. Yeah. yeah. But but it's it it you know sometimes people go to my personal or the band page but uh, which really doesn't matter but the band page is it's just one word rolling exile yeah yeah, yeah. Um, or Facebook and that's it yeah Instagram all all the usual suspects you know <laughs> yes yes absolutely all right uh, Charlie we'll let you go by the way what what time is it in London I, just out of curiosity it's. I think it's about 20 to 4 now, or I think you say 20 of 4, isn't it? Coming up to 20, 20 to 4, yeah, oh, in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just uh, curious. Um, all right, well, uh, Charlie, thank you so much, Rolling Exile. Uh, love what you're doing, great band. We'll have to um, we'll have to do this uh, again in the future, but uh, we'll let you go, and then I'm, I'm going to play this track for everybody, Good Morning London. But, uh, Charlie, thank you so much, my friend. It's been wonderful to uh, speak with you today. And and thank you. I, I really enjoyed it. I really did. And say hi to Jen. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, Charlie. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Very good. Uh, Charlie, uh, I, I got his name right. Uh, Hallinan. Yes. He, he said I said it correctly on the first try, which is wonderful. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to play this track. Actually, I'm going to play both of these. I'm going to play Good Morning London, and then I'm going to play Can't Speak French. Uh, A couple of great songs uh, from the album Weather Change from Rolling Exile. And uh, and then when we come back, we're going to be crossing into, uh, very shortly, we'll be crossing into our number three, Numero Trace of Matt Connerton Unleashed, and the band Pretty Late will be live here in studio. But they're not late. Uh, They are on time, I believe. So actually, they're early, which is even better. So... (laughs) Uh, everyone's been very punctual today. It's awesome. It doesn't always work out that way, you know? 
especially on a Saturday morning with musicians. But everyone's been uh, punctual, which is uh, fantastic. And uh, yeah, check these out. I'm going to play both of these. Uh, we're going to do this one first. Uh, good morning, London. Although in London, it's uh, afternoon. Oh, we have a call. Maybe we'll, uh, who's on the, uh, let's, uh, we'll grab, we'll grab this and then we'll hit that track. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? I'm Matt Ronnie. Hey, Ron. How you doing, my friend? Good. Hey, you got to get that guy's number for me. I need a roadie. You do? Well, it sounds like he's pretty busy these days, but uh, I think his roadie days yeah, are behind him. Yeah, that was a good interview. I, uh, very, uh, very cool, actually. Oh, thank you, Ron. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, I, I really uh, I really enjoyed speaking with him, and I, I love his band, love his music. Yeah, it was good. That's all that in the beginning of the show, that was his band playing? Uh, at the beginning of the show was, uh, well, the, the song that we opened with, uh, the show with today, I don't know if you were listening from the very beginning, we opened with a track from the band Pretty Late, who are actually our guests coming up in the third hour, but then we had uh, in studio, we had uh, Run Like Thieves, they were with us for the first hour. And then uh, Charlie, of course, who we just talked to is from the band Rolling Exile. Okay, so see, I've been bopping back and forth. I did catch the first show, uh, first, you know, band at uh, nine-ish. Yeah. And now uh, the first music. Hey, listen, before I go, um, mm -hmm. you got to tell me, I'm curious. That picture on the corner of your desk, mm -hmm. that thing goes back and forth, back and forth. Is that a personal photo of uh, a portrait or something or other that, that is, belongs to you? That is from the band Infinity Vein. Uh, they're from Texas, and uh, they were on the show, and then they sent us that autographed picture. So I uh, I display it proudly during the program. Great. Now you answer, now you know that curious minds wanted to know, and uh, I said, geez, you know, one minute it's you know a postcard, and the next thing it's a picture, and I've seen it go back and forth. But anyways, I don't want to take up any more of your time. Um, have a great day, buddy. All right, thanks, Ron. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. All right, that was our friend Ron. Always nice to hear from him. And uh, all right, let's hear these tracks. Uh, we've got. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Good Morning London from Rolling Exile. And then uh, coming up in the third hour, we have Pretty Late joining us live in studio. So plenty more to come. Yeah. 
Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry. Located at 87 Elm Street in the historic Sunbeam Mall in Manchester. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They can be reached at 603-222-2007 or on the web at queencitycabinetrynh.com. Come see the possibilities. Queen City Cabinetry, another proud sponsor of WMNH. Plimentos, Pizzeria, family friendly, awesome for a date night. Plimentos, Pizzeria, for delivery call 603-782-8450. Plimentos, Pizzeria, the best pizza in town. 1875 South Willow Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. Best cocktails around. Come in as friends and leave as family. This hour on WMNH is sponsored by CGI Business Solutions, located at 5 Dartmouth Drive in Auburn. They serve all your business needs, including employee benefits planning, corporate design and business administration, investments and wealth management, and customized business insurance solutions. Their phone number is 866-841-4600 or on the web at cgibusinesssolutions.com. WMNH, rip the knob off.
Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry, located at 87 Elm Street in the historic Sunbeam Mall in Manchester. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They can be reached at 603-222-2007 or on the web at queencitycabinetrynh.com. Come see the possibilities. Queen City Cabinetry, another proud sponsor of WMNH. Clemento's Pizzeria, family friendly, awesome for a date night. Clemento's Pizzeria, for delivery call 603-782-8450. Clemento's Pizzeria, the best pizza in town. 1875 South Willow Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. Best cocktails around. Come in as friends and leave as family. This hour on WMNH is sponsored by CGI Business Solutions, located at 5 Dartmouth Drive in Auburn. They serve all your business needs, including employee benefits planning, corporate design and business administration, investments and wealth management, and customized business insurance solutions. Their phone number is 866-841-4600 or on the web at cgibusinesssolutions.com. You are listening to WMNH 95.3. Welcome back, everybody. This is Matt Connerton Unleashed as we enter our third hour on this Saturday afternoon. We are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast Channel 6 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, et cetera, et cetera. Today is Saturday, November 25, 2023, and uh, we've got a great band in studio with us making uh, their uh, second appearance on the show. We have uh, pretty late. I don't think we had all the members uh, here with us last time, though, so this is um, this is great. And what we're going to do is uh, they're going to play live uh, for us. Uh, they've got a few songs, and then uh, we'll play... Uh, We'll play a studio track, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit uh, to everybody. So really looking forward to that. But uh, not not much to say at the moment because we've got everybody set up for uh, for a live set here. I'm just trying to make sure everything is uh, turned on because we've got uh, we've got the full band uh, here with us. But uh, let me pull these mics up here. We can 
kind of hear you talking a little bit. But uh, welcome, everybody. Hey. Hey. I don't. I. I don't think it was. How, how many of you were here last time? Four. 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 Oh, out of five it was. Time. Oh, okay. So m most of the band was here. I was the missing one. What's that? I was the missing one. <laughs> um, let's. Uh, now, how many songs are you going to play for us? Three. Three. We got three of them. Three. Boy, yeah. All right. So what we'll do is. Um, no way to do a proper sound check because we're live. So right. I will uh, kind of ride the faders as we go. I'll do my best to. Yeah. But uh, you're gonna sound great. I have no, uh, I have no worries. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, pretty late live in studio. Whenever you're ready, just go for it. Okay. Uh, this song's called Nine to Five. Pretty late, live in studio with us. All right, whenever y'all are ready, you know, we'll, we'll just keep going. Sound great. Awesome. For promises? Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, this next one is called Promises. All right.
Pretty late, live in studio with us, and uh, they're going to do uh, one more uh, song, and then we're going to uh, listen to a studio track. Oh, by the way, uh, the studio track that I just received, uh, Google Drive is telling me I don't have access. 
I got ooh, a, a ooh. denial request, so <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you a minute to, to fix that. But uh, by the way, the studio line is open if you have any uh, questions or anything for the band. Uh, after uh, after their set here, we're going to uh, talk, so uh, you'll be able to give us a call, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. And, of course, uh, you can always uh, interact and opine in the uh, Facebook live chat as well. Uh, but the best thing to do is give us a call at 603-250-6007. Oh, and I, I should tell you, too, uh, Jenny made reference to it earlier off air. But um, just for the hell of it, at the start of today's show at 9 a.m., I played uh, I played The View from here um, because I, I usually open the show with a longer song mm-hmm. just oh, wow. to get people a chance to, to tune in and get online and whatnot. And by the way, I love that song. So, um, <laughs> Thanks. But that's the song that our first guest today run like thieves they mm. were our, our guests in hour one and they were commenting on how much they really like that song and they were kind of yeah. they, they were setting up to play live and they they found themselves kind of strumming along to it so oh, wow. so you got a you got a lot of love and didn't uh Super cool. I, and I, I think uh charlie I from uh, rolling exile says something about it too so um yeah so you got some love uh from that but did, did you did you resend that uh yep i mean i changed the access so it should work okay out. awesome thank you thank you all right and uh so we'll hear that shortly but uh yeah you, you got uh, one more song you want to do i mean yeah we were planning to do the view from here acoustic oh kinda, cool kind of broken down for you if you guys want to hear that oh i'd love it yeah absolutely i love that song great great song <laughs> all right <laughs> so it's, yeah it's the first time we did a strip down um, oh, beautiful. Yeah, live. So this is an international debut. Nice. Here from here. Awesome. There we go.
so good i love it i love it great job thank you great thank job you if you're just joining us uh, pretty late is here with us live in studio we're gonna play a studio track called guardrail from pretty late and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk a bit but uh check this out
track that is guardrail the band is pretty late they are here with us live in studio this is matt connerton unleashed and we are live from the studios of wmnh 95.3 fm and glorious downtown manchester new hampshire also on comcast channel six if you're in manchester and you can go to my website mattconnerton.com for all the info on the show and all the uh different ways you can hear it live or of course uh afterward if you uh check out the podcast edition uh we are here with the band pretty late they've uh, put down their instruments and we're gonna we're gonna talk a, a little bit and um let's uh christine if we can start with you at the, at the desk and just go around and everybody uh tell me who you are and what you do in the band and anything else you any other pertinence you want us to know sure thanks so thanks for having us matt um my name is christine i um and one of the lead vocalists um i also dabble with keys but um been with the band for oh gosh i want to say seven almost years now oh okay so um we have a fun time <laughs> excellent excellent and you sir yeah my name is mike mike i'm the drummer of pretty late one of the founding members back when it was just three of us you know we've come a long way we've grown a lot mm. this group has become a family you know yeah yeah very cool very cool all right, and you? 
Oh, yeah, my name is Mike. Um, sorry, I was distracted. The other Mike. I, the other Mike. I zone out a little bit. Common but, name. Um, yeah, no, my name is Mike. Um, I'm one of the guitar players. Um, I do a little bit of singing. I do a little bit of writing. Um, you know, I uh, started this about 10 years ago. Um, and then our real, our real true lineup kind of came back in 2019, like right before COVID. Yeah. So it was a challenge to get into the So like, we're on the next, kind of the next stage of things, and it's kind of cool, you know, what we're doing now because it's a little bit different from what we did when we were in our twenties. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. It's well, matured quite a lot. Yes, yes. And you? And uh, I'm Rob. I play guitar, do a little vocals, songwriting. Been there from the get go. Okay. There's just three of us, so. Yeah, yeah. So you're one of one of the originals. Yep. Yeah. 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 There's uh, five of us. And, yeah. yeah. Excellent. And the bass player. Yeah, my name's Tom. Uh, I play the bass guitar. I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know? But I've been in the band since 2019. I like the band. Great band. It's been a lot of fun. You do some, uh, too. I, you know, I'm a bass player, and I was watching you. And, uh, nice. yeah, you, you do some some solos in there, too. It's pretty cool how that... I definitely like to get adventurous with my bass playing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm inspired by bass players who take the bass in more non-traditional roles a lot of the time. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Um, do you, I, because I was curious too, obviously, you know, you're, you're playing acoustic in here today. Did, do you approach it the same way when you're plugged in on stage or? Yeah, yeah I do relatively. Uh, the Milo and for me, it's like really important to anchor the band like a bass player is supposed to, but well, in between those two, I like to weave some, you know, fun little things in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, might add something to the song or something that I like particularly, you know, you know, you know how it is. You kind of try to be tasteful, you know? Right. Right. Of course. Of course. Um, now how much, um, so is it one full album that's out or, and, and then you're working on the next one or what's, yep. what's the status yeah. of that? Yep. So yeah. Uh, whoever wants to go. We're actually yeah, just three songs right now. On I'm in on our second album and we're in the process of actually starting to do some more creative writing. Okay. This new album is actually going to be a twist. It's it's really going to be a big twist for all our fans that's out there. It, it might be something that they wasn't expected. Really? But we got something in the future set up for the I see is going to be some amazing things. Any clue, or is the the twist a surprise? <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful surprise. Yeah, we have a okay. lot of things in, in concept stages. A lot of, a lot of poker. Yeah, a lot of concept what? stations. A lot of polka? <laughs> well, that's a, that's, yeah. a, that's definitely a twist. <laughs> yeah, we need polka, yodeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys will figure it out. Um, but, no, it's a lot of clay to carve away. Um, everything that uh, – now, the, the studio tracks that we've heard, where where were these recorded? Because everything sounds really good. Uh, it was, yeah, Ugly Duck Studios out of Brighton. I think they were, you know, they were in the Sound Museum that got closed down and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um now they're somewhere, I think they're on Marcy Boulevard now. Okay. So everything's done in city, but, mm -hmm. you know, we're the next record is still kind of in the process. So we're doing, you know, different engineers and doing the quotes and, you know, kind of running around communicating with people. So not sure who's going to record the next record, but oh, okay. definitely a talented person we will find. Well, that goes out for anybody out there. If you don't <laughs> want to jump on, here's your opportunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we live in a time where there's so many different options in terms of how you record. You know, so you, you can do it yourself. You can, I mean, some some of the bands we have on, it's like, uh, you know, they're they're recording in their living room or their garage or wherever, and it, and it ends up sounding great. It's like, you know, if if you if you really know what you're doing, but but also too, I mean, if you can find a find an engineer or a producer who's really good and who wants to work with you, you can get some great some great stuff. How did you um the uh, the studio in uh, Brighton? You said mm -hmm. yes. 
How, how, how did you come to work with, with that studio? Um, just, you know, we just kind of jumped on Google and talked to different people and yeah. saw what there was available, you know, at the time. Yeah. It was like right during the early, like the first six months of when the COVID shutdown started. Like, yeah. so it was kind of weird at the time. Everything was weird. Like it was limited. There weren't as many people like open and working, I think. Right. But yeah. the, Ugly Duck Studios did a great job. You know, we had a good experience with them, but I think, you know, just for the sake of doing things different, we're going to probably move elsewhere yeah. next time. But they, great people there. They did a wonderful job. Yeah, yeah. No. Big ups to Eric. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, so they, did they, uh, you said they closed? Uh, they just moved. Oh, they moved. Okay. The building Demarcy, got bought yeah. out. Common story these days, you yeah, know, like the it, buildings. Mm. in a big old mill building that's housed a lot of music stuff, oh. and part of that was their studio. Oh, I, I got gotcha. you. Every, everybody lost when the building got sold, you know. Oh, okay, I yeah. got gotcha. you. Yeah. practice spaces, it, it was everything, you know. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, no, that is, that, that's uh, that's too bad. Now, are, are you playing a lot of shows? Does does the band play out a lot? Or? Yeah, we um, we yeah. got a show coming up uh, January 13th, Saturday in Malden, uh, Massachusetts. It's at Faces Brewery. We're playing with Sounds and Scenarios and a band called the Nicotines. Okay. You guys are welcome to come out if you can. Yeah, absolutely. It's a month in advance. It's yeah. January 13th. Yes. January 13th, yeah. So, it's yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. We've been playing at the Middle East. We've been playing... Excellent. Don't we have one coming up on we, January 20th? Yes, we're going back to the Jungle Community Center. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, 6 Sandboard Court in uh, Alston or Cambridge. And Cambridge. Somerville. That Somerville. That Somerville. Somerville. Birthday yes. weekend. Oh, so that, come out and celebrate with us. Oh, that's your birthday weekend? When yes. is that? January 20th. January 20th. Yeah. Yes, Very good. We have a show that night, too. Yeah, that's at the Jungle. Yeah. So we've been playing, like, you know, we played the Midway. We played the Jungle. We mm-hmm. played Middle East. There's, like, that echelon of clubs and you know now we're getting interest from like the next tier clubs in boston so it's it's been definitely interesting and you kind of you pay your due you know mm-hmm. you you know you don't really get any attention or reply <laughs> or reply on an email until you know they see that you've been busy doing things right you know? so exactly it's e- nice exactly um now has the sound changed from who who are, who are the original three again who's mike mike three in the center Two mics and Rob. Say your name. Rob, Mike O'Neill, and Mike Mike was the first original three. I'm sorry. That's all right. And then has has the sound changed um from from the original the original version of the band? Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's matured. It's definitely more a mature crowd. We went from like a basement rock group, you know, with two guitars and a drummer and no bass player. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, kind of that messy Toronto punk rock sound that kind of had some indie vibes to it, you know. But, you know, it was just three guys hanging out in the basement playing music back then. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. you know, it's definitely now it's kind of evolved and yeah, become so its own say, entity. It's constantly yeah. evolving. Every yeah. Time. Just like I was saying just a minute ago off here with my bassist, like last night just randomly – we was just doing this acoustic thing, just warming up and just playing around. But we actually came up with something that I'm adding into our shows. Yeah. Even if we just take a couple of seconds, break it down for just one second, just me and him, just do this little ensemble because it was amazing yeah. how we vibed with just this two acoustic instruments. Yeah, so yeah. just things like that that we can now add to this next album. Yeah. Where it just might be one track that you... Just get some instrumentals. Yeah, you know what I mean. We just who knows? Like we just uh, wait. Like, was that the twist? Did you just give it away? <laughs> no, we didn't. okay. I, was like, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I got you. <laughs> there's, there's still seventy five percent of a blank canvas that has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we're we're kind of hopeful that maybe with our next album we can really bend genres and create something mm-hmm. really interesting and unique. 
It's yeah. kind of it's, it's our hope, you know, it's what we want. Mm-hmm. That that was the best way to put it. It's blending <laughs> genres. Yeah, yeah we don't much. we don't lock ourselves. Yeah, we have a lot of different musical tastes between the five of us. And right. so much musical talent. Mm-hmm. Just just uh, amongst like uh, musical talent that's just being that can be unlocked. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the funnest part being probably from the the outer perspective. In I know probably Tom could attest to this too. Kind of coming into the band a little bit later is. Um, you know, being friends with these guys, seeing them grow um, on a personal level, um, on a musical level. I think, um, and particularly myself, I loved that, you know, when I first started hanging out with these guys, it was, um, you know, as friends and then um, doing some like vocal training and then kind of like immersing into it and, you know, finding finding a sound that, you know, that fit the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been been very fun over the years yeah so, yeah i think mike mike said it best it's just like we formed this family of yeah. sorts you know of misfits as i like to say yeah. <laughs> <Squad>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um did, did, did any of the material from the original version of the band has that has that made it into to this version like obviously i'm sure it, it sounds very different if it did but did any of those songs kind of survive or into yeah, the first so album or the second I, yeah. the first album what i was what, mm-hmm. I yeah getting it right I would have to say Deceiver. Yeah. What about Deceiver? Disguises. Be... Didn't you guys write like half the songs? Oh, yeah, no, what about Deceiver? Album. When pretty we wrote much... that, that's pretty mm-hmm. much the same sound that it was that day we wrote. Yeah, it I mean everything changed mm-hmm. a little bit, but I mean it the in its pure form is it's all there. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean it's a lot of it was written already, and, and you know besides like a few, two or three tracks that we were writing as we were kind of got the five of us together. I mean, but even still, everyone went back and put their own twist on what was already there, anyways. So, yeah. uh, but so it's mm-hmm. just kind of it's the same thing, but you know, it's just a different flavor. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the structure was definitely there. I think the, um, you know, the minutia of it all of, um, you know, kind of transitioning vocals from one to the other um, was a fun experience. I'm sure <laughs> some days um, Mike wanted to pull his hairs out, but. <laughs> Um, but it was a fun, <laughs> it was a fun time. Um, why, why, why do you say, did, did Mike sing everything before you were in the band? Is that? He did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. So it was just the three of us. It was right, right. Front, as, yep. Robert, as I gave him the name, he was the front man. Yeah. And Rob was the uh, side vocals, you know, the second vocalist. And I would do background and ab libs. That's <laughs> just what it was. It was just us three. And we just went out and just had a good old time. Yeah. And then as you see, pretty late is formed. And now we have us five and hopefully we're just going to keep on going. The sky's the limit. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, is it hard? Is it hard with five people in terms of um, schedules and you know <laughs> re- rehearsal and, and booking yes. shows and everything? Well, is that I mean, a challenge? Yeah, we're not twenty two anymore. We're not living with mom. You know, you, so have, res- you have responsibilities. We, we have responsibilities. <laughs> we have rent. You know, like you know, we're in our thirties. Like you know, there's houses and mortgages and paying back student loan. Yeah, waking up at four o'clock to yep. go to my construction job, and everyone's else got their own time, and then yeah. Moms to see, family to check in on, you know, new babies that arrived and nephews and nieces and birthdays. So, you know, it's definitely hard, but we try to get together at least once a week and we try to play out around once a month, depending on what we have on our schedule. Yeah. Um, You know, as things evolve, we just kind of roll with the punches and figure out what works for us best. Yeah. And communication is a really strong factor on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we have to be able to 
jump on opportunities as soon as they come in. Yeah. So it's it's can be a struggle, but we do our best to survive it. Yeah, I can only think of it in one, you know, I used to play in bands and I, I can only think of one band I was in where we actually had five of us. But I, re, I just remember with it was like um, just just going from a band with four people to five people. It, w- it was a huge difference in terms of just everyone's schedules and, and everything. It was a you know, it, it, w- it was a challenge. So, yeah, I, I, I understand. Uh, I understand the, the, the issues that can come up with that. But um yeah. Um, what What about? I mean, in terms of of deciding where to record and everything. I mean, is that is that pretty democratic, or do you? Well, kind of touching on like what Tom said earlier. It's it's in what Mike said. Honestly, it's kind of looking out, doing a little research. You know, it's with anything. You got to get a couple of quotes. You got to yep. get a couple of different ideas. See what their backgrounds is. They might be amazing what they do, but does it fit with us or? will our stuff fit with them you know yeah and then like how tom was saying it's just trying to figure out what the next best avenue you know and just going from there we're always open to you know new ideas new options and yeah i mean we we put up a lot of research i'll i mean i'll i'll bring you know kind of a powerpoint (laughs) pretty much presentation to the group and we'll try to come to a common vote or you know Someone, Rob, Christine, Tom, Mike, Mike, they might say, hey, I found out this cool place. Why don't we just give them a call and see what they're asking for, Yeah, you know, for responsibilities and money and contracts, all that stuff like that. And just kind of figure out if the dates will work for us. And then, you know, things have kind of changed a little bit, too. Like pre-COVID, like recording studio time was probably about $30, $40 less an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of changed quite a bit. Infl- so. Inflation touches oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> so, yeah, and we you know, we would get $400 for 800 block, and now they're looking at, like, you know, a 10-hour, that's, like, almost doubled, like, 650 Yeah. just for the eight-hour block. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a working day. I get it, you know. Yep. But the cost, oh, yeah. It's a struggle. But so we got to make a lot of money for our merch and our shows and streams and things like that to put forth like that because we try to put it, spend as least money out of pocket as we can yeah but you know and we do it all right job of it too yeah. like all, and all right job as much as you can you know being yeah. in a working band when you're a bunch of you know working individuals it's mm-hmm. like a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we do pretty good you know things have gotten pretty serious we do manage to make some money use it to buy merch you know save ourselves the trouble of paying out of pocket all the time we succeed yep. in that sometimes mike signed us up he, Put us in for a grant nomination through a, like a mass uh, cultural arts thing, and and we won, which was really great. You know, oh, cool. we won some money that we, that we put towards new gear and stuff. It's like the band's become its own kind of entity, like you know, business, like a real working band. Yeah. You know, yeah, pretty cool. It's that's a lot, act- but it's fun. You know? so just be quiet because the IRS good. might be listening right now. So <laughs> I don't need to pay taxes on like the three dollars I made profit off my t-shirts. And <laughs> we don't make profit. We only, well, we only make profit. We're always we, back into it. We don't have any profit. That's why we're always open to donations. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah. We can, the IRS we isn't going to find calls. anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We need, yeah, well, well, don't worry. We'll, we'll get send the LLC you something for your appreciation enough. of gratitude. If you donate, <laughs> we'll send you something that lets you know that you have donated. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah I, I listen to uh, uh, satellite radio in the car, and there's always these ads about uh, the IRS is coming for you, and uh, uh, call uh, Optima Tax Relief. Oh, yeah. I even have the jingle memorized Optima Tax Relief. <laughs> I know. Like, you love when they call you in the, in the middle of the workday. It's like, hey, you know, it seems like you're broke. You want some money? <laughs> <laughs> now, do any of you also play in other bands or, or, or are you all just. Uh... 
I'm, I'm particularly curious about Mike Mike because every drummer who is on the show always has a million <laughs> bands that they're in. I don't know. Just, <laughs> drummers are in such high demand. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you're. It's really hard to be in one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with branding and this and that, and you know, like it's it's a it's a full time job. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're gonna commit to one, it's great. But yeah, but like I feel like there's people that are like musicians. And like they're they're just they can just jump in and they can work any type of music and whatever and that's yeah. what they offer to other bands and then there's people that are really passionate about one project they want to get that forward going, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. everyone has their own kind of deviation between the two. Yeah, you know I mean a little yeah. bit more than the other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We had a, I don't know if if you guys know the band Sepsis. Uh, they were on mm-hmm. recently and and the drummer was on his way to play some show with another band that he has in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's just travel like yeah i mean i've i've seen a few musicians that like they're just a little bit above our level and it's like you're doing so much traveling Wait, yeah. how do you pay for that yeah and how, how do you have the time to, to, to do two the two jobs right you know right because it's really like four jobs because you're also a musician and then you have to do your marketing and social media messaging you have to be nice to your fans and mm-hmm. you have to talk to them and yeah entertain them and when they say hi to you, you have to sit down and have a conversation with them. You can't just walk away from them. Right. 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 So, yeah, that's it's like you really have two extra jobs when you're a musician, you know, on top of your no regular joke, nine man. to five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're really working three jobs just to play music oh, for yeah. the love of it, you know? Yeah. Which we love talking with our fans. We do. <laughs> Who does. Are you, are you try, try, trying to bring him into the trying to yeah, get Rob to, <laughs> Rob to speak a little bit. Rob, where, where Rob will stay in a shell if we don't encourage him to come out. <laughs> Let's go. The fluent's want to hear your voice. They like your voice. Yeah, chime in, don't worry. It is. It is still morning. Yeah, it is. So, it is. You know, it's, it's different. Definitely different. But yeah, we. I think we got home around like eleven thirty after practice last night. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now who does, uh, the, the, cause you mentioned how much work it is like in terms of like social media, for example, who, who handles that for, we, for you guys or do you all do it? kind of all try to do a little bit, but don't yeah. we have a team that's kind of helping us? Uh, right so I have, we have a little, an LMS UK, um, this is a company out in, uh, London. You, they, um, they do a lot of our content creation, but we, we do, we provide all the raw material. Um, I still do a lot of emails and reach outreach and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, everyone else kind of chips in when they can. I tend to put that responsibility on myself quite a bit, but you know, it's just, you just have to act with urgency in this business. So, uh, it's tough. It's definitely tough to come to, to get a opportunity out to five people and then get an answer returned Mm -hmm. and things like that. So sometimes it's easier for one person to delegate and kind of just, to figure out how we're going to figure it out and move mm-hmm. it on. But these guys are getting better at getting back to me and um, so I can get back to people like you and people like the club owners and this and like that. And yeah. people things, because a lot of stuff is just coming at us now. And it's just like, wow, I got to get a lot of answers out and uh-huh. I got to figure out the schedules <laughs> of five people to give this one person an answer. And they're looking at me, looking at the front like, what the hell? Why is this guy <laughs> haven't replied? Does he want to like play or not? Like, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, like I said, Mike's really the, uh, the, heart behind a lot of our social mm. media stuff he's got the strategy you know yeah. the mind for it but like he said we've outsourced some of that stuff for our band and it's definitely saved some time and effort yeah, definitely it's, it's well been, worth the money spent mm-hmm. for sure it's, it's like, definitely yeah. nice it's yeah. nice to be able to kind of come back down to earth a little bit and yeah. just focus on my music and, and get there so definitely. you know it's just like you know as these things grow you know you kind of know like these the, the brand becomes 
takes a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just don't even know. It's just doing things on its own. Like, it goes on, like, people looking at our past content, you know, the music itself, and that's just kind of snowballing. And mm-hmm. everything online, as the internet does, it starts to just kind of multiply. Right, right. You know what I mean? So... And then the challenge comes becomes keeping up with it. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, you got to feed that machine. And that's where we, we're at now. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's moving faster, faster, faster. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, how many, so how many songs do you have? Because you've got the first album and then you've got new, you've got new stuff, yeah. obviously, for the new album. So. We've probably got 15, 16, maybe 20 songs wow. all together. Mm. Yeah. At most, that's generous. 20s maybe. Yeah, a little it's pretty generous. <laughs> we have 10 there that are completed fully. We have but... 10 released. <laughs> yeah. We have 10 released. It's a, our full album. You guys will probably be getting a three song EP at some oh. point next year. Okay. And, you know. We're, we're writing that. We're taking our time with that. Yeah. You know, we, we don't, we don't want to rush uh, out a product. Mm-hmm. You know, it took a long time to get, like, a, a, it took, you know, six years to find a lineup. Yeah. Then it took four years for that lineup to kind of master the craft to get into the studio. And we still kind of rushed that. And we did it during the COVID time. And mm-hmm. it was our first whack at recording and all that stuff. And, you know, we're kind of taking all the lessons we've learned for the past four and a half years and applying it to the second album. Yeah. So, yeah. What we've learned is that we're just going to do it the way it needs to be done and take our time with it. And, you know, we're going to play our old music. We'll play some covers while we're out there. We might we might play our unreleased songs if you come out to the shows. You just, you're not going to get a version on Spotify for at least a year. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. costs money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. What, what do you guys do for uh, for covers? No, we get some stuff. We, we rotate them around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that it's kind of it's like a, a box that keeps refilling. Yeah. A lot of variety in the genres. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of some of our earliest covers from when the five of us first got together was like Tennessee Whiskey uh, by Chris Stapleton, Valerie mm-hmm. by um, Amy uh, Winehouse. Yeah, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, there's some rock covers, some pop covers. We've done. We, uh, we did some. To us. Remember yes. when we did. Uh, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Oh, what was that funk song we learned that oh, time? Carl Carlson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yeah, it's like we just fun. we like a lot of different stuff. It, yeah, so. it depends yeah. on the audience, you know, because like that's what you that's why you pick you pick your covers based on who's gonna be there. You know right. what I mean? Right. And we look yeah, at yeah. the other bands we're playing shows with and say, what type of stuff's gonna fit with the other artists more mm. in this? Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of how know? we pick our like, covers. You know what I mean? We got yeah. a couple covers that we just kind of <laughs> we that we can pull out, you know out of the hat. Yeah, and do that, but. Covers, we kind of rotate them. You know what I mean? Something new could come out, and we'll, oh, we'll cover that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are any of these songs, by the way, are any of them kind of different live in terms of, um, because some of them uh, if, kind of have a vibe, like I, I can see where live you can you can stretch them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe kind of jam a little bit. Do, do you do any of that with any of these songs? Or? Uh, yeah. None, it's not exactly exactly the same thing. Rob, you want to touch on that a little bit? You know? um, yeah, it's always a little different when we play live. Yeah. We're not really tied into what the album was yeah so yeah the freedom to just screw around maybe tack on a minute or two give someone else a little time to breathe behind the drums or yeah yeah tom with a nice bass all here and there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, no doubt it's a lot well, more fun playing them uh, yeah i mean yeah. so we'll sing other each other's parts or add backups where there are not backups on the on the album or you know throw in the, a new the, harmony yeah here exactly and there. the guitar yeah the guitar solo <laughs> might not be, be exact or you know we'll yeah. just depending on how much time in the set we'll kind of condense things like but you know if anyone's a fan of our music they, they know that what we're what we're doing like on the album and 
there's not everything you can kind of translate that live anyways yeah. so yeah but we give you a pretty good pure form that goes back to that you yeah know, that reference you know you look at sure. things through stained yeah. glass and yeah. we're there to have fun with them too so it's like it's an experience for us as well so right um it's always going to be slightly different um so that's why we love you know having these opportunities to be out there kind of with our fans um you know connecting with new people just you know kind of being a part of the music mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um industry right now um yeah very fun excellent excellent well we are uh we are almost out of time um where uh where should people go online to keep up with everything that you're doing shows absolutely music? just go onto the pretty the instagram pretty late ma um you'll find us right there you can go on facebook and, and that's type pretty in. late ma yep right on the instagram you'll, you'll see our logo with the infamous famous clock yeah, you get the clock logo. Uh, so you'll see that. But yeah, rabbits. that, that Instagram has the link tree, and that goes links to every social. So you just click the link in the bio, and yeah, it'll bring you everywhere. But Facebook, we're on pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah, cool. You cool. can't miss us. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> shows our next shows are January thirteenth and twentieth at thirteenth uh, and Malden, twentieth and Somerville. Yep, Faces Brewery. Thank you. January thirteenth, Saturday, and then one twenty at the Jungle. Very good, it's very good. Hey, where does the name come from, by the way? I might have asked you this last time you were here, but where, where does the Because it's a struggle to get five people to show up on time. <laughs> is that true? Is that really where yeah, it comes from? Pretty, 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 pretty much everywhere I go, honestly. We didn't actually have a name. On yeah. our first show with me, Mike, then, and Rob, yeah. we actually didn't have a name. Really? We were supposed to have been on at 730. And I remember we were sitting yeah, we in the got parking pushed back lot. all the way to the end. The guy kept we coming out every hour on the hour. So do you mind going on at 830? No problem. Do you mind going on at 930? No problem. Well, here comes about 10, 30, 11 o'clock when we finally get on stage. 11.30. So he's like, do you guys got a name? No, we don't have a name, but we're half in the bag by this point. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, it's pretty late. Come on, we need to get the show on the road. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, here comes pretty late. <laughs> I'll be damned. Yeah. I'll be damned. That's great. That's, yeah. that's cool. <coughs> that's, that's really yeah, that cool. That was first show. My um, bass drum exploded. I lost my bass drum yeah, pedal. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we lost a couple of guitar strings during that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I lost a ride cymbal. Oh, a wow. A throne. Let me see. I came back yeah, home, and I'm stolen. like, where's my throne? Where's my ride cymbal? Oh, where's no. Where's my this? I did get a free T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so, we, have, we have lots of crazy funny. Yeah, <laughs> lots of anecdotes that pop up <laughs> for another time. Good old roadie. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to wrap up, but uh, thank you, all five of you, for being here today. This has been wonderful. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Thank you. Great, Appreciate that. Great to hear you play live. I love the tunes. And, um, yeah, great, great stuff. And, of course, uh, for anyone who missed uh, any part of the show today, of course, we had um, we had Run Like Thieves here the first uh, first hour, second hour. We had uh, Charlie from Rolling Exile Skyping in all the way from London. Uh, and then uh, to have you all here, this has been uh, this has been a wonderful Saturday. If you missed any of it, of course, it'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and at my website, uh, MattConnerton.com. Also, uh, don't forget, uh, JenCoffee.com. And, um, yeah, I guess that's, uh, that's going to do it for us for now. So uh, we will talk to you all next Saturday. We are now, if you, uh, if you didn't know, if you've uh, missed the news, we are now Saturdays 9 a.m. to noon here from the studio's of WMNH. Uh, so uh, we're out of here, and uh, we will talk at you all next week. Again, pretty late. Thank you again so much. Thank you, guys. Thank Great. You. Thank you very much. Great stuff. All Always right. a pleasure. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody.
three.